This morning we want to look at something very quickly. Ce matin nous voulons regarder quelque chose très rapidement. And it will be very very short. Et ça sera très très court. Open your Bible to the first book of Samuel and also open to Luke. Un Samuel et Luc. First Samuel and then put your hand and open to Luke. I'm going to share something and then I will get out of the way and then we can dance. In First Samuel chapter 1, all of us know the story there, but I want to bring something out. The Bible, let me know when you are there. First Samuel chapter 1. Are we together? Now, let's read verse 8. Then said Elkanah, her husband, unto her, Hannah, why do you cry? And why are you not eating? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to thee than ten sons? Verse 9. And so Anna rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat a seat by the post of the temple of the Lord. Now I want you to note that when she said after they had drunk there, you will notice that later she said, I have not taken any strong drink. So it wasn't alcohol she was drinking. Verse 15, and Anna has answered and said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither what, wine nor strong drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. I want you to go to verse 18. And she said, Let thy high maid find grace in thy sight. And so the woman did what? Went away. What is the first thing she did? She ate. Remember the first passage where we read there, the Bible says that she was not, that she did not eat, right? Because Anna, the old man was asking, why are you not eating, right? So the Bible then says, and she ate, and what else, what else happened? And her countenance was no more sad. Good. Let's flip over to Luke chapter 2. Luke 2. Luke chapter 2. Luke 2. While I look chapter 2, I want you to just flip back to chapter 1 there. Verse 24, And in those days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months. Uh, God allowing me, I will talk about that this evening at the communion. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent unto a city of Galilee called Nazareth. Let's fast forward to verse 36. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she had also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called Barrett. Fast forward to verse 39. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country hour with haste into the city of Judah. Verse 45. And blessed is she that believed. For there shall be performance of those things which are told her from the Lord. Now that is Elizabeth telling Mary, right? The next thing is that Mary began to sing a song. And those of you that have Bibles, that have Edens, you will say the song of Mary, right? 
And then in verse 56, it says, And Mary abode with her about how many months? Three months, and then returned unto her own house. I'm going to talk for just about maybe seven minutes. And I want to talk about the value of thanking God for His promises. It is one thing to receive a blessing from God and thank God, and anybody can do that. When you have received the blessing, you, don't, you no longer need faith. But if you thank God for a promise, then you are telling God that I believe what you have said. The Bible gave us two examples, and there are many more, but I chose these two. Anna was praying. Eli said, May God grant you your request. The Bible says immediately I countenance changed. Fast forward to Matthew chapter 18. It says, Where two of you shall agree concerning a thing that they shall ask. Brethren, I don't know how many of you have prayed for this year. But I stand here by the grace of God to agree with you that everything that you have been praying for in this year, that you will receive it in the name of Jesus. That alone should change your countenance. Because heaven has recorded it, if not because of you, they have recorded it because of all the witnesses. So the Bible says that Anna went home. What she couldn't do before because of anguish of heart, she began to do it. You know, the Bible used food there. It doesn't mean that Anna was fasting before then. It just means that Anna could not have pleasure. You know, there's a pleasure you have just because, just because of life. And there are things that will not make one to have pleasure. And that is why the way God removed the reproach from Hannah. I am praying that in this year, God will remove your reproach in the name of Jesus. Fast forward to Luke. I made a mistake there, it's chapter 1. So we ended up reading chapter 1. But you will notice something. The Bible says that angel went to Mary. Mary, you will have a child. Your cousin is already pregnant. And I like the verse, it says, and Mary went down in haste. When I read that chapter, I came to understand that she needed to go quickly before she was no longer able to make the trip. When you, when you read that passage, it makes it look as if you went from here to the next door. But Mary traveled from Nazareth down to where Elizabeth lived. It was about 90 miles. Mary traveled on foot. She wanted food. If you put 90 miles in your Google app now, and see how many days it will take you to make the trip, you will understand that if you walk day and night, it will probably take you up to three days. 
For those of us that are living in mountain, 90 miles is like driving from here to St. John. She went. The Bible says immediately Elizabeth saw her, the baby in her womb lived. The Bible says she stayed for three months. <laughs> for some reason, she left. She didn't want Elizabeth to go into labor when she was there. But what is interesting is this. Even before she began to feel money sickness. Even before she began to know that she was pregnant, the Bible says that Mary sang a song unto God. And said, God, this thing that you have promised, it is going to come to pass. That is why, for me, I am going to be singing throughout this year. And that is why I am believing God that your song is going to be a song of victory throughout the year in the name of Jesus. Brethren, the proof that you trust God is the ability to celebrate before you see. Thank God I have children. I tell my child, Daddy will buy you a pair of shoes. The boy doesn't think about it again. I'm much more a God that is more faithful. The boy, in these days of trap chats, maybe the boy, the girl will tell their friends. My father is going to buy me a pair of shoes. God help you, don't buy the shoes. And they have boasted in your name that you are buying shoes. Then they label you an unfaithful father. Thank God for children, they won't tell you. You just notice that the next time they are asking something, they are winking to themselves. Uh, don't pretend that you didn't do it when you were young. But we are talking about a God that once he speaks, it is done. We are talking about a dog that if you were to open his mouth and say, let there be a three-headed dog, watch out, the dog is coming. We are talking about a dog that is what will never fall to the ground. And that God has promised you that this year will be your year of wonder. And so I don't know about you. Either I know how to dance or not, I can move. Either I know how to do that style of dance that told you, I can move. fact, that dance is very good for you. It helps arthritis. Wake up in the morning and do like that. It helps arthritis. When you move your hand like that, it helps arthritis. So there are many benefits of dancing. There are many benefits of singing. That is why today, we are going to dance. We will start with that, my son. Like I said, you don't need to know the meaning of this. You don't need to know the, You don't even need the meaning of the song. I know sometimes you say, my God, is big, big, big. Remember that? Uh-huh. It's the same thing. So when they are singing, just follow what they are dancing in front of you. If they go down, go down. And you may not go as far as they go in case you can't come back up. 
you see them move forward. You move forward. Brethren, it is easy to learn how to dance. And so, but when we are doing that, we are also going to use the opportunity to collect our offering for today. And so, I will invite the usher to God today, while you are still wearing your mask, you will dance and come forward. That's why we call it yearly thanksgiving. Because, brethren, they used to tell me when I was young, that if you start the year dancing, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You will end the year dancing. Now, somewhere down the road in our church, we might set up a dance department. I'm already looking at some people that I can put to head the department. And so if you have suggestions, you can come to me. Brethren, are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? So let the audience come. Yeah, like I said, you have to keep wearing your mask. You know, COVID is still going around. It's not in our church. But it's not in our church. And so we thank God for that. And so when they start, you see, there are times when I give my drummer the opportunity and the permission to do anything to the drum. I say, God is able. And so, when we start, please bring your offering. Don't take too much time dancing here. Don't dance for 10 minutes here. Just drop your offering and then you go back to your seat and continue dancing. After that, I will come back. I will tell you some of, some few things and then we will pray. Are we ready? Thank you. 